Dunson Talk number 51. One, one, one. Hey, more applause. What's going on? How y'all doing out there? Thank you for all the people that decided to take their time out to listen to uh, Dunson Talk number 50. And uh, we got a lot of listens, man. And I appreciate everybody because, you know, you got a lot of time on your hands. You got a lot of time. But you decided to spend that time listening to me. And I appreciate that. I wish we could have some Jay-Z in the background, but they would, uh, you know, take the podcast off. So, but uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm going to give just like a quick, just what my two cents are on uh, what I'm calling this one, uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface, the final version. This was the final version. Uh, the last episode was the test episode, or maybe I should call it the final episode. Eh, I like the final version. So, last episode, which, you know, wasn't that long ago, um, had to be, I'm not gonna, I get, all, at this point, I'm living Groundhog's Day. I, if you've seen that film, to all those, shots out to Kata, shots out to Kata, uh, my brother, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Bill Murray played in this film, and I am Bill Murray today. Every day is the same. I literally, you know, I'm not complaining because you know it's a lot going on outside. So I'm not complaining. And let me let me be clear. I'm very thankful. I'm very grateful. But every day feels the same. So there are days that I don't know what day i'm in i there's tuesdays that feel like thursday there's thursdays that feel like monday it's just a it's just a you know so i'm not even going to get the the podcast day wrong but last episode we talked about teddy riley versus babyface technical difficulties happened the first time the second time like i knew they would do both of them you know babyface stayed in the studio uh teddy riley went to his studio they both did their lives. Whack situation in that I tried to get on on my phone. And to those who dealt with this, um, it froze. It froze. And if you're like me, you know, you love music. I'm trying to like, I don't want to miss no songs. I ended up missing, I think, a song or two. Um, didn't want to miss any songs and was like, kind of didn't i didn't know until after the epi, you know after the competition that the laptop you know the laptop is the easier way and i found that i'm seeing people i saw um i think i saw rob markman he had his laptop out and he had his setup like that i'm seeing other people they went to the laptop i just happened to like think like i'm just like you know what let me let me go to the laptop and see if that will work. Worked. So, shouts out to Chanel. Um, Chanel the plug. She uh, hooked me up. She sent, you know, because I was like, uh, I need a link. I need somebody, to, you know, like, like, I don't want to miss nothing. And shouts out to her for coming through in the clutch. Sent me the link. Came through, you know, when everything was going haywire. So, I'm watching the competition the versus 
uh, before uh, between Babyface and Teddy Riley. Um, what do I think? Uh, and I'm glad I didn't. I thought about doing it after it ended. I thought about doing this podcast then because I was hyped. You know, I love to see competition, especially in music. Um, the versus competition uh, is exciting. And I felt like it was a good time that, you know, just get on the mic and just were my first thoughts. But I'm glad I slept and really chilled for a second. Because in the end, if you look at the comments, everybody was basically like, basically like you know, Teddy Riley lost, you know, Babyface won. Um, I might have said this before. Um, and the second and the second time of doing this, it came back to me. It you know, it's something that kept um, like I'm a big. I'm not even gonna lie. I like I like Teddy Riley's music more, but I like Babyface music, and it's funny. Growing up in the 90s, and I think he was like late 80s, 90s, you know, Babyface was like late 80s and 90s in every, you know, his whole career. But, like, there's so many records that he has. Like, so many records that I kind of like forgot that I like those records. Um, but if I'm going to what I go to, I never have listened to Babyface like on the chill, like unless you know, even if you are in a dating situation, I just never was listening to Babyface like that. I respect him; he's a goat. And one big thing that I was saying earlier, um, I was saying one thing that I got from this competition is that man, Babyface might be. One of the best songwriters, if not, I'm I'm putting them top five best songwriters of all time. I mean, I think at this point, it, it just there's no there's no you can't you can't you can't battle it. I'm not the type of person that's gonna sit there and have so much bias, you know, and I'm not probably have a little bit of bias, but not so much bias that I can just Look at somebody and just say, yo, in my opinion, Babyface won. But when I go back and I uh somebody posted a um a scorch a scorecard and they show record for record, like record for record, and look, they said it was a tie. I'm still gonna stay, I'm still gonna stay with what I thought. But I feel like it got a little closer when I looked at record for record. Because honestly, outside of like one record that Teddy played that wasn't really fitting to what was going on, he kind of threw like a record that a lot of people didn't know. I didn't know the record. And Babyface came with a record that we all knew. And it kind of like threw him off. It kind of threw him off. And so... Other than that, I, I think when you look at the scorecard, score it was a lot closer than what people made it out to be. Um, but I still am going to say Babyface won because lyrics matter. 
You know, that was one thing that I really am, I really wanted to say on this podcast because in these days and times, and there's a lot of music. I'm not going to be an old, bitter person. Like, there's a lot of great music out here. There's a lot of music that matters. There's a lot of music where the lyrics are 100. And so I'm not going to be the one to sit out here and just be a hater. Uh, but Babyface wrote records that honestly, even if the beats aren't as banging as Teddy Riley, the lyrics are just undeniable. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody's been in a situation where you really was, you know, you feeling the girl, you you feeling, you know, you in the relationship, relationship, you feeling the person. And whether you say it or not, key, key point, whether you say it or not, Sometimes the music says everything that you want to say. Maybe you don't feel comfortable saying that. And the music speaks for you. And, um, you know, like when I listen to Come and Talk to Me by Jodeci, there are a few times in my life that I've felt that moment where you want to say all these things and you just trying to break the ice. You're just trying to like, you know, you're just trying to make her feel comfortable and just... You're trying to, you know, get your way in, but also you you trying to connect. And different R&B artists do it differently. They got different voices, they got different perspectives, and definitely different songwriters. They write about it differently. If you if you listen to Neo versus Dream, I think that's a better uh compare and contrast between those two cuz at that time, I mean Sean Garrett was doing this thing, but really I mean, he was there, but really, it, to me, it was a lot of, like, Dream Records and Neo Records. Neo was more of the guy that was really, really winning. Sean was winning, too. But I feel like it was more of, like, either you talked, like, Dream in R&B, or you talked, like, Neo. Sean Garrett, it's a weird situation. Like, I feel like some of his, his sound can be... You know Sean Garrett when you hear it, but it was a lot of party records and it was a lot of records where it wasn't necessarily about what he was actually saying. It was a lot of a lot of good melody writing, a lot of good just songwriting in the ways of making the party go. And I feel like to connect the dots back to what we're talking about, Teddy Riley is really great at writing party records. I think that that is like the speed of New Jack swing records. And even in that battle, everybody stuck to what they do. Like if you're a karate guy, you know karate. If you're a judo guy, you you know judo. If you're a jiu-jitsu guy, for all my martial arts people out there, I'm not claiming aficionado, but I, I claim a person that has, you know, studied a little bit and is an avid watcher of MMA and martial arts stuff. When you get a person that that's what they know, that's what they do, usually, you know, that muscle memory comes in and you kind of usually are who you are. If you're in a fight and you're a wrestler, you can try to box a little bit, but you're going to go back to what you can do subconsciously. Like, you know how to wrestle. This is what you can do with your eyes, you know, closed. And I feel like in that fight, Babyface did what I think is the smartest thing. He stuck to ballots. This is what I've known of Babyface as being like what he's known for. This is what 
I mean, I think he's widely regarded as the, the king of creating ballads. Me growing up as a kid, you know, all my life, that is what I have always known of him. And what he did in that battle was he didn't change his game from the one that didn't work to this one. He stuck to ballads. Of course, Teddy is, he, all his jams are jams like get the party going. Um, I will say, I see a lot of people acting as if he don't have less chill. You know, he's got some records that are, you know, before I let go, which he didn't even play, which I don't even understand. Like when he threw the, the record that, that didn't match up well, I don't understand why he didn't throw on the, uh, you know, he didn't throw the Black Street on. Like why he didn't throw, um, you know, did no, he didn't play that. It was a couple Black Street records he could have played. It was a couple Black Street records he could have played. And he kind of like didn't really go, I feel, put all his records out towards the end the, the best way that he could have. So, y'all know I could talk about this forever. But um, I do want to make this statement again. I think Babyface is a GOAT. He is a GOAT. And I think his greatest talent is, and for all the artists coming up, listen, you can write records that can work in trend today, but if you, if the lyrics don't mean nothing to you, like if you listen to these Babyface records, and I and I heard some of the Quest Love podcast, and he went through breakups. He's a guy, he, everybody knows that person that has been in and out of relationships, in and out of relationships. And when they get out of them, they feel some type of way. Everybody's got a friend that you know that you get that call and they're like, yo, man, you know, yo, man. Yo, you trying to hit the bar, bro? Like, yo, man. Like, you, and you already know. You already know. It's like, all right, man. You know what I mean? It's that, it's that time. You know what I mean? Some have less of those stories. Some have a lot of those stories. Like, some people... Their ability to jump in and out of relationships, you know, hey, respect. So they go through these things and then they get through a whole bunch of pain, do it all again. And I feel like Babyface is one of those guys. And his gift is that he can write that and he can write it really, really well because he writes records that he is being completely honest about every part of how he felt when he was going through that. And I think... And I know there are women that are listening to this podcast that are like, that's what we want. And I get that. I personally like records that I don't, I don't, I don't particularly like those records. I don't, I don't, you know, and uh, <laughs> I don't like those records. I respect them and I do like them. But my go-tos are kind of records where they just articulate it differently. You know, I, I just think that um, I just don't like the way it can be articulated from a baby face perspective, but I respect it. And I actually do like it because in though in some of those records, I remember, you know, these are moments in time. Like I remember like, uh, you know, you know, I remember these records on the radio like I'm in my mom's car and I'm and I hear whip appeal. You know, when can I see you again? I, I I heard these records growing up, and 
these aren't records that I was bumping. You know, these aren't records that when I had my boombox out, I'm like playing this on the porch. Like these aren't records that I did that. But if I saw it on the box or if I was in the car, you know, my mom's a big Tony Braxton fan. So you can imagine there were times that, I mean, I'm just hearing nonstop Tony Braxton's first album, nonstop. And I would just be like, man, let's get to the rap. I'm trying to listen to the rap. I'm trying to listen to... Uh, I think at that time V103 I'm trying to listen to You know I'm, I'm trying to listen to some hip hop I don't want to listen to that But um, Man A great battle I think it was closer than what people uh, Were trying to say Because you know Everybody's on that hype You know But if to, A day later I'm going to say It was close I'm not going to say it was a tie I think Babyface has some records that are timeless and there's just really nothing you can do about good um lyricism i'm talking and when i say good lyricism i'm just talking about a person that can write a record that you're not there but to me a great lyricist in general whether it's you know i don't look at it quite one vein i look at it like can you write about a party in such a way that it makes me feel like I'm there or the feeling that you're able to present in this song is like it makes the room turns into a party because of your ways of writing the record and Teddy has that um I'm not going to take away his ability to also write ballads because before I let you go is critical like before I let you go is critical man i mean that is a ballad for you know if you talking ballads but babyface had more of those he has a lot of those and honestly even when teddy writes a ballad he kind of still keeps a g you know even the ones that i thought i'm thinking like you know that is kind of like as 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 close to like where i mean we ballad ballad but you know what he's still kind of he, he just enough he tells you just enough oh let's chill you know how honest can you be you know that's that's not honest in like lying but honest like sometimes somebody can tell you something like how they feel about something but they're not telling you everything of how they feel about something they might just tell you enough to give you what they're trying to say but they may not tell you like yo I was super blown like the descriptive ways of saying like yo I'm blown and I think that um that was a great part about this battle but two goats a great battle um I said this on my IG story there ain't a lot of artists with 20 undeniable hit records I said undeniable in all caps undeniable let me give a pause for that one undeniable we're not talking like 20 records that people like and you know you hear it on the radio and it's cool i'm talking about 20 undeniables let's chill is undeniable whip appeal is undeniable you could play it anywhere at any time even if that's not the mood people gonna they're going to go like yo you know they're, they're not gonna change the channel before i let go is uh my 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 by johnny gill i'm looking at the playlist i ain't gonna lie to you 
Um, you know, let me see what's what's another one. Rump Shaker is 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 an undeniable party record. I'm trying to think, man. Dang, what what else? Rock with you is undeniable. Yo, it's some records that's undeniable. It ain't a lot of and yo today. Let me say that in the same tone. Today, come on, man. It ain't a lot of guys out here today. All the people that really want to do that, it, that is really for select few. I said I was going to keep this short, so I'm about to end this. That that is a select cloth. That's 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 goat cloth alert. You know what I mean? Goat cloth alert. There ain't a lot of people out today, and some would argue it ain't a lot of people that that are out from that time that they came from that got 20 undeniables. I will argue that with anybody. I'm not talking like 20 records that, okay, these are 20 records that people know, and maybe six of them, maybe seven. We talking, I'm being generous. Six or seven of them are like, if a DJ put this on, it's going to go. These two uh, producers, songwriters had 20 solid, undeniable, in my opinion, 20 undeniable records. Now, some people may have went for Babyface records over, over Teddy or Teddy over Babyface merely because of what the song means to them. But regardless of how it means to you, if a DJ plays some of these records, there is no undeniable, it's undeniable that people are going to go to the dance floor or people are going to enjoy it. That's all I'm saying. And from this point on, unless they get two other legends, two other official legends, not what you think. I'm talking like these are guys that got the stats to prove it. I think a lot of these battles are going to be landslides. You heard it on this podcast. I think a lot of these battles, somebody's going to get dominated. I'm not going to use names, but we know the ones in which it seemed unfair. All respect, but it was a little unfair the way the matchup was put together. It's going to be a lot more of those because it ain't a lot of cats right now, in my opinion. It's a couple. It's a, it might be a good handful, but it ain't it, definitely not today. And back then, there are a few cats that got some 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 joints, but I think twenty is 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 pushing it. Comment, my IG is done, son. D U N N S U N N. I should get back on um, Twitter and all that, but I I just got I don't use it. I I, just, I don't know, but. Uh, let me know And let me know who you think has 20 undeniables uh, 20 undeniable records Any DJ could play it You could be the This could be your first time DJing You put this on You already know what it's gonna be Alright So y'all stay safe out there Wear your masks uh, Wash your hands And more importantly Don't go outside like that you go, you get what you need, you go back home. I don't know why people think, invite me to your house. Like, why do you think I'm going to come to your house? Like, why, what, 
you just you bored, you it sucked, you know, I got a lot of family. You bored, you don't yeah, nah, I ain't leaving. I'm cool. I go out, get what I need, and then I come back home. And that's what you should do. I need this year might be a bust. This year might be we in the house. I need next year to be a little bit better. Uh, also, I, I do need to end it on a positive note. I do think this year is, a, is an opportunity to become a better version of yourself and to uh, build yourself up. So don't just mail this year in. Uh, uh, and don't just, you know, yo, this is, this is time. Time is life's currency. So don't waste life's currency doing nothing. Do something. You stay good out there. Stay safe out there. Catch you on the next episode.